actually was Psalms 57, not 27. I think I have that wrong on the PowerPoint, Kyle. I do apologize. Thank you for all of you who have been praying for Lisa. She had her surgery Monday, came home yesterday, and she's been keeping me awake every spare moment she can. But uh, just pray for her that she has an expedient recovery and that uh, God will help her. I want to talk to you about your heart tonight. And I can't think of anything better than after this skit talking about talking to God and communicating about what kind of heart we have to have in order for us to really get in tune with God. How many of you know God wants us to talk to him? Now, you can talk like one of the teenagers talked to him, and uh, I, I hope you talk to him like Rusty Jr. talks to him, just like he's your very best friend. Having a steadfast heart. Psalms 57, just want to read verse 7. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and give praise. Will you join with me in prayer? Father, we thank you for our teenagers tonight and the ministry that they do week in and week out, God. God, I thank you, Lord, for the ones that uh, not only do ministry here at the church through music and drama and youth service, God, but those who uh, participate in other ministries of the church. And, and God, those who take the message of Jesus Christ to their schools and to their friends, God. Lord, we just pray for the next few moments that you would grab a hold of our hearts, God. Grab a hold of us and captivate us. Help us to understand who you are, God, and, and who you want to be in our lives. And Father, for the rest of this service, God, it may our attention, our hearts, and our minds, our souls be totally upon you. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn around and shake hands with somebody. If you're a teenager, slap somebody a high five. Tell them you're glad they're here tonight. Anybody take a boat to church tonight? I thought I was going to have to take a boat to get out of my back door. Guard your heart. Proverbs tells us to guard our heart, for it's the wellspring of life. One of my wife's favorite scriptures. What is it to have a steadfast heart? I, I looked up this word steadfast, and it says to be fixed in direction. Secondly, to be firm in purpose. Thirdly, to be unwavering. What is your direction? What's the direction that your heart is going in tonight? What's the purpose or what have you purposed inside of your heart? And what causes your heart to waver? You know, James said a double-minded man will be unstable in all of his ways. But I also believe if a person is, has double standards in their heart, that they will be unstable. They'll uh, go after one thing and then go after a, another things. I, I looked up some interesting facts about the heart, and I, I'm I, I'm so uh, caught up with uh, the heart tonight because of uh, uh, before they would do surgery on Lisa. You know, she had to see a heart doctor. They wanted to do an EKG and, and make sure everything was okay with her heart. How many of you know that God wants to check our heart out? Do you know that? God is always interested in checking our heart out, whether it's at bedtime or uh, it's at mealtime or it's throughout the day when we're beating on uh, bongos or congas or whatever we're beating on. God wants to check out our heart. He, he wants to know what's going inside of us. What makes your heart beat simply tonight? What really gets a hold of your heart that helps to fix the direction that you're going in? 
Here's some interesting things some of you may not know uh, about hearts. I'm a, I bet most guys know that. A woman's heart beats faster than men's. Anybody know that? How many of you know that the human heart weighs less than one pound? Average heart weighs eight to ten ounces. The human heart could create enough pressure. Some of you uh, uh, junior hires are going to like this, middle schoolers. The human heart can create enough pressure that it could, could squirt blood a distance of 30 feet. Man, I thought, isn't that cool? Yeah, I was Christian. I said, yeah, I just figured y'all would like that. The first open heart surgery was performed by Dr. Daniel Hall Williams. Anybody want to guess when it was performed? Anybody? Go ahead. You can shout it out loud. 1893. I never knew that. Do you know the right lung in a person is larger than the left one? This is because of the space and placement of the heart. The human heart roughly beats 35 million times in one year. In a lifetime, the heart pumps about 1 million barrels of blood. Too bad we're not pumping oil through that heart to help us all out. People that, hey, how many of you ever had your mom and dad tell you to brush your teeth? You ever had that? Okay. After you hear this, you want to go home and make sure you brush your teeth at bedtime, in the mornings, after every meal. People that suffer from gum disease are twice as likely to have a stroke or heart attack. And here's for you that like to sleep late. Most heart attacks occur in a person between the hours of 8 and 9 a.m. So you don't want to get up to after 9 a.m. So they need to move school back a little later, guys. At one time, it was thought that the heart controlled a person's emotions. How many of you ever had somebody say, I have a broken heart? Amen. And probably no doubt some of you have broken hearts and some of you have had your hearts broken. When we look at the heart and we talk about having a steadfast heart, there were some things that I found in Psalms 57. And tornadoes, if you're coming, please go over the other direction. Go around us. How many of you have been praying for the weather to go somewhere else? Amen. Get out in the ocean. I found out in looking in the Word of God in Psalms 57 that Psalms 57 tells us four things that we need to have as far as a heart. We need to have a humble heart, a prayerful heart, a realistic heart, a praising heart. People always say, I'm just following my heart. I'm just doing what my heart tells me. Can I tell you, God is concerned about your heart tonight. Somebody believe that. Say amen. In Genesis 6 and 5, God saw man's heart, and he was ready to destroy the world with rain and water. I don't know if God's been looking at some hearts the last few weeks, but I'm beginning to wonder if somebody's not going to have to build an ark to get us out of this situation. In Exodus, chapters 5 through 12, it told us that Pharaoh had hardened his heart. In the book of Jeremiah 17 and 9, it is written that the Lord is the judge who tries the human heart. God is concerned about your heart tonight. In fact, I believe his, he wants us to be like the psalmist David. How many of you know what uh, the word of God says about the psalmist David? Do you know what he said tonight? How many of you young people know what the, uh, the word of God says? Do you know what the, the word of God says about David? He had a heart like who or after who? After God. Amen. How many of you want to have a heart after God? Lift your hand tonight. Just wave it to God tonight. Let him know you're here. Is anybody alive tonight? If you love Jesus, put your hands together and give God praise. 
How do you fix your heart? Or how do you prevent heart failure? I, I believe something we have to do. A lot of times when we talk about our heart and fixing our heart, we start turning inward. But can I challenge you not to turn inward tonight? If you're going to have your heart fixed, you're going to have to turn upward. Quit turning inward. See, we try to fix our own heart. We try to get ourselves out of our own problems and our own situations. And a lot of times we'll uh, come to church and, and we'll pray and we'll run right back out the door and do the same old things that we used to do because we just try to pray conviction away long enough to make us feel good. And God is not concerned about us feeling good. God is concerned about the condition of our heart. We need to get our hearts right with God. Somebody bless them. Now, this is youth night, and I'm not supposed to preach like that. But it's been a few weeks since I've been able to hold a microphone and get up and preach. So just give me a few moments, and I won't run over tonight. In fact, I brought something I never do. I brought my phone to church so I can keep up with time because I know I'll forget to look up to get a hand signal on what time it is. Humble. You've got to have a humble heart. Humble humility. Do not be proud or arrogant, but be modest. This is what the psalmist said. Be merciful to me, O God. Be merciful to me, Psalms 57 and 1. For my soul trusts in you and in the shadow of your wings. I will make my refuge until these calamities have passed by. He, he, he said, be merciful to me. How many of you know you've got to have, be, ask God to be merciful to you? How many of you have experienced the mercy of God? I, I've experienced his mercy many, many times. Secondly, he said, have a prayerful heart. Amen. Prayerful, giving to prayer, characterized by expressive prayer, having a devout heart with God, praying to God, just like these characters up here. Amen. We all have to have a heart that talks to God, that communicates with God, that prays to God. Uh, thirdly, realistic. How many of you think these characters up here were realistic tonight? Amen. One of them? Who? Rusty? How many of you think Tyler's character was realistic tonight? Anybody think Tyler's character was realistic? In fact, I've got a video, Kyle. Tyler, this reminded me of you when I saw this video. It's just a minute long. Just sit back and watch her for a moment. And now it's time for words from Eloise. What up, peeps? A lot of our lost homies are out there raising a stink, busting, beefing whooping on each other. What up? Why everybody hating? Don't mean to holler, but don't run game on me. Who do you think you're messing with? Not me, shorty. Don't hate the player. Hate the game, you dig? This G maybe ain't got the cheddar, but I got one better. If we ain't alert, they won't convert. If we ain't loving, they'll be bugging. Pick up the cross when the time is right. Be ready to spread the love like a uppercase G. I'll be there for Sheezy. Love one another. Peace. Yeah, did you like Eloise? Now, Eloise may not seem very realistic, but she's getting a message across of love. If you're going to have a heart after God, you're going to have to learn to love and love people and love God. 
In fact, this last thing that the Word of God tells us that we've got to have a heart that will praise God. He said, I will praise you, O Lord, among the people. I will sing to you among the nations, for your mercy reaches unto the heavens and your truth unto the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. Quit looking inward and start looking upward. Start looking to God. Amen. A surgeon can't fix your heart problems. Did you know that tonight? A doctor can't fix your heart problems. Oh, yeah, he can fix your physical heart. A boyfriend or a girlfriend can't fix your heart problems, guys or girls. Amen. I had my heart broke when I was 11 years old. Oh, yeah, y'all are <laughs> sitting back. I had my heart broke, not the way you thought I had my heart broke, because I was a heartbreaker. <laughs> I had my heart broken. It took me a long time to get back. You know why I had my heart broke? Because my mother walked out on my father when I was 11 years old. Broke my heart. It took me years to find my way back to God. I knew God as a child, but I started wondering and just started doing all the things. In fact, I can tell you this. I, I totally, I just... You know, I, I would go out with a girl and I could care less if I ever went out with her again because I had my heart broken. My, my perception of what love was and, and the condition of my heart, it, it, it was cold, it was callous. Until Sister Lisa came in my life, I was like that. Even though I, I had found God, it, there was just a lot of things going wrong with my heart. But God has a way of putting people in our lives to help us with our heart condition. He puts preachers, amen? He puts teachers. He puts uh, uh, youth leaders. He, he, he puts uh, uh, people who love us, who will encourage us, who will help us. But most of all, he reminds us of that he went to the cross. I had saw this poem the other day, and I wanted to share it tonight said he has risen from the dead on the third day Jesus is so awesome I give him all my praise he is worthy to be praised I worship you just because of who you are you have risen there is power in your name your hands touch me you breathe life into me each day aren't you glad he breathes into us I praise you just for waking me up again thank you Jesus you have risen he has risen. Aren't you glad he's alive? Aren't you glad he's sitting at the right hand of the Father making intercession to us? I, I read earlier about Proverbs 16 and 22 where it says guard your heart with the wellspring of life. Listen to what these two verses before we close. Would you stand to your feet? Come play softly on the keyboard please. Verse 21 says "A the wise in heart will be called Prudent, and sweetness of the lips increase learning. Verse 23 says, The heart of the wise teaches his mouth and adds learning to his lips. Guard your heart. It's the wellspring of life. If you're going to have your heart fixed or you're going to prevent heart failure, you're going to have to humble yourself before God. You're going to have to have a heart that is prayerful. And you're going to have to have a heart not like one of these characters or like Eloise, but you're going to have to have a heart like Rusty had, a heart that says Jesus is my best friend each and every day. No matter what's coming or going, I'm trusting him. And you're going to have to have a heart that praises God. 
Don't turn inward, but turn upward. I like the kids' basketball program. Bryce has played the last several years. Upward. Amen. Isn't it glad? Kyle's already come up with the name of our gym. Instead of Rupp Arena, Up Arena. Amen. Upward. We're pointing people upward. We're trying to teach people to be upward, to look to God, to trust God. Don't follow your own heart, but follow the heartbeat of God. You'll never go wrong by following him. Somebody bless him tonight. You'll never go wrong by trusting him, going after him. I'm following my dreams. Your dreams may leave you short sometimes. Amen. I dreamed I was going to be a professional basketball player. I'm just about a foot short and a few pounds too heavy. No. <laughs> Follow your dreams. Follow your heart. Follow your education. Follow your parents. Let me tell you, be like the apostle Paul. Follow people who imitate God. Paul said, you can follow me because I'm an imitator of God. You need to follow people that have a heart for God, but most of all, you need to follow God. Would you just join with me in prayer as we come to a close at this service? Father, I thank you tonight, God, that we can have a heart for you, that we can be hungry for you, God, wanting more of you. If you're hungry for him, would you just lift your hands tonight? God, I want more of you. I want more of you. In fact, if you want more of him, would you just step out of your seat and just start coming to these altars tonight? God, I'm hungry for you. Maybe you're here tonight and you need to humble yourself before God. 